This week on the podcast, Dan stays up for two straight days and then tries to explain the Stadia. A cup and a mug come to the Nintendo Switch, and we make assorted snowman cocaine jokes. Same middle school. <laughs> Carl. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games and about games in video form. My name is Dan Allen. I'm your moderator today. On Sunday, March 24th, 2019, from the great state of Michigan. I'm joined here with Nicholas Cartier. Duck that bullshit Bob and Weave. Bob and Weave. This this week on the podcast, we're talking about things uh, and how they relate to other things. Um, So many things happen. I acted like, that's why I say when there's no news, but... Google announced a platform, the best way to say it. <laughs> uh, there was a Nindy Direct. GDC happened all week. I watched the GDC Awards and the IGF Awards. Um, so many things to get through, Cartier. It's just me and you. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kyle Melville, who is living his life right now. He has like 13 things to do. And I do not blame him for getting real stuff done, but you know what I do blame him for? <clears throat> Breathing For smoothly sailing through corrections, clarifications, and updates And breathing You're not wrong, Cartier <laughs> Didn't want that to be on corrections next week Last week on the podcast uh, Actually, just clarification real quick uh, Sweet Caroline is by Tony Orlando Nobody had my back last week. I'm like, you guys both sang the fuck out of that Tony Orlando song. I was like, not Tony Orlando? Fucking crickets. Rickety crickets. Noob Cybot announced this week for Mortal Kombat 11 to nobody's surprise. So I was wrong in my guess that this would be the first Mortal Kombat without that sweet boy. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 just making guesses. Mickey might still be in it. Um, Hopefully. Quick update on the Fantasy Critic League, which in my notes I I misspelled as Fantasy Critique. Uh, It's different. It's different words. We fantasy drafted video games at the beginning of the year. Fake publishers. How they do, how those video games do on Open Critic is how many points we receive in this Fantasy League. The update is as follows. Uh, The fake publisher... What am I to you? Uh, first off, Control now has a release date. Nice. So it's coming out this year. There was some worry on the part of What am I to you? Uh, it's coming out August 27th, PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. And before we get into the raw numbers, we actually have um, we actually have a a note here, a message from What am I to you? Uh, in response to 
Kyle Melville last year, who last year, last week when he said, "I think you lost," and that's uh, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> to, quote, to quote Eric Cartman, "Fuck you, Kyle." Uh, <laughs> what am I to you? The only real changes. Trials Rising still at 80, which is giving them 10 points. Uh, DJ loop that corrections music. You're welcome. Thanks, dude. Trials Rising still sits at an 80, so 10 points above 70 gives Wadamai to you 10 points. Devil May, Cry, Devil May Cry 5 sits at 88 still, giving 18 points to Wadamai to you. And Left Alive has crept down one point to 37. That's a 37. On open critic, giving me negative thirty-three points, putting me at a solid negative five. They they did clarify and say that it's not the final score, so I could always creep lower. <laughs> why would you have to? Why do you have to tweet that? And then it just gets worse. Uh, Nick Tendo sitting at said, "There's never an update." Solid three. Half of my games aren't coming out this year, so <laughs> Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn sits at a 73 at 3 points for Nicholas Cartier and Nick Tendo. Uh, which, by the way, a few things I'm going to point out for you and Kyle's teams. Because I'm like, nothing can do worse than Left Alive. And then I threw Team Sonic Racing under the bus last week. There's way shadier things. And the only thing on your list I want to point out is you're the only one that drafted a mobile game. Which I don't, right. I don't think Elder Scroll Blades is going to do bad. But I also think that people are fickle. <laughs> Cartier sitting at three points, and <laughs> and uh, the fake publisher Carl Weathers, owned by Kyle Melville, who's not present this week. Uh, Anthem still still at a sixty-one, negative nine points. Metro Exodus still at an eighty-three. That's thirteen points for Mister Melville. Tom Clancy's The Division Two sitting at eighty-one. That's eleven points for Mister Melville. And this week, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, with the best-reviewed game, with the best-review score of games we drafted, sits at a 92, so when you add in the double points you get for going over 90, he's currently getting 23 points, that doesn't make sense, <laughs> 23 points somehow, putting him at a solid 38. So, but, from, so from everybody at Limit Media... Loop that music. Fuck you, Kyle. I say you might think that fucking clarifications, updates, and corrections is done, but I just want to point out a few things. You wanted to clarify. I want to clarify a few things. I'm like, look at, see, I threw Team Sonic Racing under the bus. You know that game that I'm gonna personally love. <laughs> so let me just point out some things that Kyle also has. He's winning with most games to come out so far, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he has Session. Which my, my pick. You have such little faith in it's your counter pick, so you'll take the points against you on that one. Uh, he also has Skull and Bones. I'm not hating on Skull and Bones, but it is not a guarantee. So, I have a question for you. Yes. And Rage 2. I pick Sessions, right? Yeah. What if Sessions comes out and it does like a negative 30? Or it does like a 30? Well, Do I get the positive points for that? I Corrections next week, because we have to look into that. I, that's how I would read the system. Like, if you picked Left Alive as a counterpick, which was impossible because I didn't draft it, I picked it up, so counterpicks have to happen during the draft. Uh, 
But yeah, that's how I would read that. <laughs> you would get those positive points. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, man, I hope Session just bombs. And uh, in case you missed it, I also mentioned Rage 2. I'm just saying. End correction. The saltiest corrections of all. Uh, Kyle's doing really well. Projected to win right now. I know. This week on the gaming. <laughs> it's time for the longest running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming Podcast history. This week in gaming. A segment. A session, I was going to say. A, <laughs> a project session. A segment where we talk about what we played this week in our in our lives. Um, first and foremost, uh, at, per tradition, we of course have to start with... We of course have to start with Kyle Melville. Kyle, what did you play, hoping there's no ad, what did you play this week in gaming? I pay for YouTube. Alright, Kyle, let me stop you there for a second. Uh, thank you, obviously, for... <laughs> uh, sorry. This good Charlotte just texted me and said stop. Uh, <laughs> on the... <laughs> I'm not over this bit. <laughs> I never this podcast is good for first-time listeners this week, especially. Yep. They'll know backstory. They'll know that we went to the same middle school. <laughs> no. Oh damn! I thought we were gonna get to. Okay, so Kyle's not here. <laughs> Nicholas Cartier, what did you play this week in gaming? Well. This Week in Gaming is brought to you by Kyle Melville. And, uh... Always, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, uh... Oh, yeah, Kyle played Nier. He played Nier and he played Anthem. I played Anthem with him. Oh, nice. Um, one thing I did play, though, is... I played a little Breath of the Wild. Okay. And I made it to the Goron City, which was wild, because I didn't have anything to, like, not be on fire while on my way there, so... It was nice. It was alright. I was on fire for most of the time. It was, it was okay. Yeah. I cooked, <laughs> I cooked a lot of food, like, last time I played, so I guess that was alright. <laughs> but that's that's all I did. I did that. I bought some clothes and then, like... Burned say, yourself. Yeah. Say, well, I bought the clothes so I wouldn't burn anymore. Oh, okay. Fireproof clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a, it's almost like a beehive, like what the beekeepers wear. Oh! It's like that, except for, like... Kind of like in... Uh, fire. In Back to the Future... When, yeah, yeah, when they're dealing with the... What is that chemical? Or hold on. Pl- plutonium. Yeah. Yep. Who, do you, who do you think? The Libyans! <laughs> um, what else did I play? God, I love Back to the Future. <laughs> I played... Uh, I did play Anthem. I played a little bit of Anthem. Mm-hmm. 
And just technically post game for you? You know, all right, so we can talk about this now. I haven't yeah, exactly Kyle's not here, so I can fucking spill the beans. I guess Anthem spoilers come in. I really don't know if anyone cares. Uh, Kyle would because he's he don't listen to the podcast, so we'll be fire. Mm. But uh so <laughs> <laughs> most people have reached, I think, this far. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played anything like after story. I was playing with um him on like a couple of his missions. But yeah, no, but like a week, probably like a week ago, I beat Anthem. And the story wasn't bad. Um, I unlocked my fourth javelin, but I've been using the interceptor <clears throat> this week in gaming. But uh, yeah, so I have um, I've been using the interceptor because I just like I like the way it's looking right now. It looks real fresh. It's got like that's your first one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Back to the yeah. original. Yeah. Well, because I I had like fucked around a little bit with like the other ones, but I always keep going back to the interceptor because like you know that's my baby. Yeah. And, uh... Understandable. I don't think I would have liked the game as much as I did if I didn't start off as the Interceptor. Because hmm. it's just, like, there are different like there are different ways to play the game. So, like, I know Kyle's, like, throwing, like, Thunderbolts and shit, but I'm just, like, getting close to stuff, like, going, I don't know, like, busting my chest out and just, like, a puff of just, like, acid, and then, like... You are saying it with your chest, for yeah. sure. No, Acid. I'm broke. But, um... Yeah, no, the story wasn't bad. You know, I like what they did with a lot of, like, the side characters, and the last mission, I'm guessing, is one of the strongholds, because when I beat the game, I unlocked two more strongholds. Okay. Because there's a total of three of them you can do. I think one of them is the Harder Age. Hmm. But, no, the final battle wasn't that bad, it was just, like, I don't know, like, the basic, like, Bad bad guy win. Bad guy wins, gets big, and then you fight him. Mm. I don't hate it. Yeah, but but you heard the anthem. I did hear the anthem. I want to dig into what the fuck you mean. <laughs> yes, and then I have a, then I have an Apex Legends question for you after that. But oh, it's fine. That's the next thing we're talking about. Okay, cool. But yeah, so you heard the anthem. Uh, what? So. See, like, the anthem is, like, an experience. Okay. The anthem is everything. It's hard to explain what the anthem is. <laughs> kind of like the stadia. But <laughs> when you hear it, it calls to you. Okay. That's what they say in the game. Really, it's just, like, noise and then, like, lights and just, I don't care. Characters with their eyes wide out, like, I know everything. So apparently they know everything. They met Christ himself. And it's, it's like just, like... knowledge? It's... It, it is... Like, I don't know if it's all knowledge, but, like, it it is what it is. Would it you, is. Would you say it almost seems like people become possessed by the anthem? Or are they just suddenly enlightened by the anthem? They ascend through the anthem. So, imagine you're, you're in a group of computers, mm-hmm. and you guys are, like, linked together. Like, kind of, like, linked together, you know, like, you guys are aware of each other's networks. But one of them connects to the internet for like five seconds, and it's just like, whoa, what happened? Yeah, <gasps> that's kind. Of, that's kind of like. I guess that's a good way to explain of like what it would be like. Whoa. Yeah. It's kind of like that moment, and I know I'm just bringing this up because I didn't watch The Matrix till this year. <laughs> it's kind of like when <laughs> Keanu wakes up. <gasps> and he's like, "I warned you, there'd be no going back." Oh. Yeah. But no, like that part was pretty sweet. Like it was a nice cutscene. Cool. Um, I don't think once I saw my character's face in any cutscene, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just because of the javelin I was in. Because whenever I was playing with Kyle, if he was playing with that big boy, like the big Colossus one, every now and then in the cutscene he'd be like, oh, I can see my guy's face. But like I had been walking around Fort Tarsus just trying to find a mirror just so I could see what I made my <laughs> character look like. Yeah, never found that mirror. Nothing. <laughs> Damn. This week in gaming. But also I played uh, Apex Legends. I you posted a Spider-Man meme, and my reply is honestly what we're talking about right now, which is nothing has ever been more over my fucking head than like <laughs> what that I've never understood a meme less. The fact that I even understood it was Spider-Man. So you know you know what that meme is right? They're pointing at each other and they're like, "Hey, wait, I'm Spider-Man." Okay, yes, yes. So, um. <laughs> Bangalore, when people shoot at her, her passive activates. We're talking Apex Legends, yeah. in case no one caught that sick transition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when people shoot at you when you're uh, Bangalore, you get like a plus like 25% speed boost. Okay. Or this guy, the new character, Octane, was just released in the season one of um, Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's got metal legs, and I'm actually going to pull up a picture of what he looks like so you have a good like reference idea. Okay, nice. Let me as you pull up that uh, as you pull up that picture, I can easily buy time by saying, "Does he have metal legs like, like how like like um, s- like Sentinels and X Men do, or like Forrest Gump and Forrest Gump does?" He's got metal legs like how Star Fox has metal legs. I got legs. <laughs> like Star Fox has metal legs. Yeah. Whoa. You mean Fox himself? Yeah, Fox McCloud. Whoa. My lack of. Fox McCloud knowledge is coming into play right now. Nice. I'd only ever seen him throwing up the horns. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw his legs. But, uh, so, I'm guessing he's Spanish. He's some He's some kind of, he's some kind of spanish or maybe, or maybe some kind of Spanish. Yeah, he's some sort of whatever. And, um, pretty much his whole thing is, his passive is every two seconds you get one hit point. So, like, Whoa, every okay. two seconds when you're not in combat, like, you regenerate one point of health. No one else regenerates? No one else regenerate, like, regenerates like that. Not, like the, not life passively. Li- yeah, not passively. Whoa. Um, his, his special is he grabs this, like, big, like, I'm guessing a dribbling needle or whatever. He puts it in his body, and then he moves real fast for, like, probably, like, 20 seconds. Like, you just, like, book it. Okay. Whoa. So it's like you. Oh, I got. It's it's um it's the same like speed boost that you get for the Bangalore passive one, but you get it for like twenty seconds. So you just like cruise. Whoa. And it's um that right there is fucking me up a little bit because I'll play as him. I unlocked him. I, I yeah. I played enough. I unlocked him. I started playing with him, and I like how satisfying it is when you're playing as him because like every time he does that, he loses a little health. Mm-hmm. I think it's um he loses one tenth of his current health. So if like you're really low on health, you can pretty much spam that because it'll take one... If you have one hit point left, mm-hmm. you can just spam that move for pretty much. Oh, Because, nice. like, it'll take one-tenth of one hit points, and that's not enough to round it down to you right, dying. Right, right. So you stay at one. Yeah. But it's got, like, a cooldown of, like, two seconds. Whoa. And yeah. then how long does it take to gain the one hit point? Uh, every passive? two every two seconds you're not in combo. Or not, every two seconds you're not in combat. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. What an interestingly balanced character. Yeah. But his ultimate is he throws out a jump pad and then you can like jump onto buildings and stuff. So he's a Spanish guy that learned. It's he, he's a Spanish guy that jumps over walls pretty much. But the thing it didn't. 
But, uh... I don't know how I feel. I still don't understand the meme, though. Alright, so... She moves fast when she's getting shot at. He moves fast as his other one. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. That's that's literally it. Okay. The picture's been painted for me. (laughs) So, uh, an outsider looking in, um, passing by articles that I read the titles of and don't necessarily click on for Apex Legends, even though sometimes I try to. Because, Cartier, I know I'm going to talk to you about it. Um, Was he... Is that Battle Pass out now? And is he part of that? He is not part of the Battle Pass, and the Battle Pass is out. The Battle Pass comes with, um... Pretty much, so, what the Battle Pass is, is... It's Season 1, so when you win a match, like, you get, like, your whole, like, stat total is, like, you get kills, you get this many points, you get whatever, you get this. Mm-hmm. And then after that, another one of those pops up, and it's for, um, Season 1. And you pretty much get, like, points and stuff for your Battle Pass level. And with the Battle Pass level, you can unlock, like, different skins and different, like, cosmetic bullshit. Okay. I had heard that some people, not disappointed by it, but I heard that a lot of people were like, meh, like, kind of lackluster. How it's, do you feel about it? It's a little lame. Like, the character, like, Octane didn't come with it. That's, I really didn't expect you to be like, Octane's not part of that Battle Pass. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, weird. No, it just lines new. up, he's the new character. And, yeah. But it's kind of cool they... I say made it available. You still had to work for it, or you could have bought Octane, right? Yeah, you can buy him but, if you want. But you can also work towards him, like yeah. the other ones. But no, there's not really anything too special with the Battle Pass. It's just like, um, what's it called? I guess, um, so, at the beginning of a match, it'll show, like, all your characters, and they'll show, like, your badge and everything, and then you can, like, customize it with, like, how many, like, kills you've gotten, and it gives you, like, a list of, like, shit that you can put on there, and you can change, like, the picture of your character in the background of it. You couldn't before. Is that what you're saying? You no, you could. It's oh, okay. just like that's the like that's the shit that you're unlocking. Oh, some those kind of cosmetic yeah. things. Yeah, those yeah. those, and then there's like a couple skins that you get if you get the battle pass. I mean, I I can't pretend that that doesn't sound like the most interesting part of it. <laughs> like the different skins for yeah. character, like especially if you have a main. I'm sure you like have like a few people that you specifically love. Yeah. Uh, huh? Is there a new skin for that robot boy? No. What's the robot boy's name? Um, Pathfinder. Path- Pathfinder. Oh, okay. There isn't. I'm sad. No, the All skins right. were for... Oh, shit. Um, Mirage, Wraith, and then there was another one, but I don't think I put it on there because I think I had a better one on there. You So... I think Lifeline. Interesting. So you have... You... You have this battle pass, right? Yeah. It wasn't that expensive. Was it $8? Ten dollars Like $10. $10. Um, did you expect more from it? I know, I'm sure you probably read what it was before you bought it, but did you expect more from the first battle pass? Mm, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised we didn't get a skin for everyone. Like, at least one alt skin for everyone. Yeah. People already have other alt skins, right? Or no? This um, is the first set of new... I think so. I know, oh yeah, another thing that you get with the Battle Pass mm-hmm. is there's like, so you can get different skins for your guns, so like you can make okay. your, like in Call of Duty, you can make your gun look like whatever, and um, they have these evolving skins for your guns, so if like you get like blah 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 headshots and blah blah blah, then like the gun skin changes from like, it evolves. Interesting. Uh, this doesn't mean a lot coming from me, because like my, 
uh, competitive multiplayer shooting or like first person shooting thing like experience is so super low but like and even in Red Dead I didn't care about that much Red Dead 2 is one of the few times where I'm like oh I care about customizing weapons because for the most part I'm just like like I don't know what it is it's just like um, I can see myself trying to put myself in position of someone playing a game I'm not playing you know yeah. Uh, I can see, I can always see, like, if you like specific characters, the alt skin thing being alluring, but, like, something about gun skins, like, and, like, loadouts are fun and shit, but I just, uh, something about it doesn't draw me in the same way, um, as other cosmetic options I've seen in other games, like, I remember when I played Far Cry 5, um, I was just like, I mean, I just don't care eventually. I was like, I guess everything is tiger skin. <laughs> um, how do you feel about, not just an Apex, how do you feel about, like, customizing weapons? Is it something that you're, like, um, so like to, aesthetically? It, yeah, no, it's, like, only aesthetic for the customization. Like, nothing right. in the Battle Pass will give you an advantage. I mean, uh, yeah. You know. That's good. That's, I mean, that's good. It's, like, the, it's on, like, the lower tier of, like, video game gambling. <laughs> Yeah, the lowest t- but, pure cosmetics, right? It's the yeah. most acceptable mm-hmm. potentially. But no, I don't mind it. I mean, there's like, like I know, um, I got I leveled up and I got one of those little boxes that you can like the loot boxes. Every couple levels, they'll give you a loot box and mm-hmm. you can buy loot boxes too. But I got this um, one of the guns I like using a lot is the wingman, and they currently like nerfed it a little bit, so it's not super OP. But I still like using it because like I don't know, I'm good with it. So whatever, mm-hmm. fuck them. But I got this nice, like, this real shiny, like, almost, like, cobalt blue, like, just, like, real shiny. It's, like, that and, like, chrome, and it looks nice, Mm -hmm. you know? I've got, uh, on this one shitty gun, I think it's a P2020. It's a handgun. It's got a lot of, some of the skins have, like, digital. Like, it's weird. Like, it's, like... Digital? It's, like, a black gun, but it's, like, also a red gun, and then, like, creeping up are, like, flames. Hmm. But it's, like, digital... I guess, and you can get, like, those same ones for, like, the characters. Like, for my Bangalore, like, oh. she's, like, got, like, the blue armor on, but then, like, every now and then it just, like, rains, like, blue squares or whatever. Or you can get, like, the ones that, like, look like look like what the, the Matrix looks like, you know? So, I've yeah. got a, like, I've got a weapon that's, like, it's called Matrix, and it's just, like... So, are there skins for characters aside from the fact that you can change their armor? Yeah, or- so some of the skins will change their armor. Okay, but you but you can already cha- you can already make your character look different from others by changing armor. No, just changing them like what skin you're wearing. Okay, so it's okay. I was confused for a second. Now I understand. No. Uh, yeah, man. Cool. How have you seen much of a change in in anything in Apex? Whether it be like the people playing or. Uh, has it felt like there's been much of a change with this first battle pass? Does it feel like now... Does it feel different playing Apex Legends? Um, I guess since the... I don't know. I feel like people are still getting like rooted in it. So I feel like a lot of people are starting to get better. Like, I was playing with Benny, and he's like, Dude, you got better. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. But, like... Nice. No, I feel like people are starting to like understand, like... There's little... There's, uh, there's pretty much two modes in that game you can play, but it's really only one mode. But there's two modes. There's a training mode, which goes through, like, the tutorial. Hmm. And it's just, like... An area where you can, like, run around and, like, just, like, get used to, like, the stuff. So, like, if you want to target practice, you can, like, do that. And it teaches you. And just, like, you can figure... Like, it has all the guns there, so you can, like, pick them up and just, like, figure out how they work. There's a way that you can, um... It takes, like, maybe, like, a couple seconds for you to, like, switch weapons. Or it takes, like, 
like maybe like two seconds to switch mm-hmm. a weapon, but like when someone's shooting at you, two seconds, you know, big, yeah. But there's a way that if you go to change your weapon and you crouch, it cancels out the animation for that, so you just like have your weapon right away. Ooh. So it's just like little things like that. People are people are still like figuring out the little the pieces of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, no, yeah, the things that just like yeah, I like it. Like I found that out, I was just like, oh wow. <laughs> Like, Whoa. that's that's so efficient. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's so haven't, good. Haven't been able to, like, do it correct, you know? Fully get into the swing of it. Yeah. Making it natural. But no, I feel like people are starting to, like, get like, better at the game, but, I don't de- know, I develop, like it. it's still fun. Develop the different metas for the different characters. Yeah. Nice, man. Is there a, uh, you said there is a, definitely a battle pass level system. There's a regular level, right? Yeah, like, yeah, there's a regular level, and then there's the, bat, like, battle pass. I am at... <coughs> Here's my question. I want to say 34, but it might be 37 now. Because yeah. even though that means nothing to me, if someone's listening, like, hey, nice Apex Legends. Yeah. I, think just... it, I think it maxes out at 100. Good context. Yeah. Are you going all the way to the hundo? Uh-huh. Only time will tell. I'm still playing it, so I mean, I'm still having fun. Yes. That's, like, I, I had that chunk a... of time where I was like, I'm playing Anthem, but like, I beat Anthem, and like, I might let Benny borrow it. Who knows? Oh! <gasps> I have, I don't know. I've been, I just, I've all these stupid dark jokes. I was like, I did, Benny will not die. Okay, Benny will be fine. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Even though I didn't make the joke. But it was, <laughs> the long pause, I'm like, what? Anyways, uh, <laughs> Apex Legends, Anthem. Did you play any other games that start with A or uh, other letters this week? Mm, no, I bought Adrian Stardew though, so that's fun. I found a hard copy at Meyer for the Switch, right? No, for um, oh, I don't think they have hard copies for the Switch. Mm, okay, but no, I got it for the X- her Xbox. Oh, nice! It was only like twenty, so that's good. She's an Xbox guy. Yeah, start is that Stardew's regular price twenty or is it thirty? I think it might be thirty and the steward twenty nine ninety nine. I could be wrong. Hellblade I think, stuff. I think when I got it, it was like fifteen, but I also think like sales were going on, and I was like, Hoo-hoo. yeah, <laughs> good shit. This week in gaming, Stardew's father. Cartier, ask me that sweet question. Oh yeah, um, Dan, what did you play this week in gaming? I did think of something I played, Cartier. Damn you! <laughs> the whole bit was gonna be nothing, but uh. Almost nothing, to the point where I hope you like dated indie games, because I was sitting on the couch, I just, there's a lot of weird things I had to do this week, I don't know, there's a lot of getting my washer fixed, and flooding of my bathroom, and it's fixed, it's not fixed, haha, we're not coming back out till tomorrow, I'm like, eat shit, world, uh, but at one point I'm looking through the different things to play, and... For some reason, I end up playing, like, probably 40 minutes of I Am Bread. (laughs) (laughs) And if I could sum up my experience, I'm not going to talk about this for too long. I Am Bread, a game where you are a piece of bread. It's just one of those weird physics indie games. Uh, It's, like, in the same realm of Human Fall Flat, and it's such a different game than Human Fall Flat. It's, like, not not comparable, but, oh, it's in the same... It's in the same genre, same situation. I gotta say that um, I have to ask anyone listening for a little help, because I kind of refuse to Google this, because it's mostly a game about being a piece of bread, but 
So I was trying to play the um, cheese hunt mode. And I'm like, because I'm going through it, I'm like, why didn't I ever play cheese hunt? Uh, why didn't I ever keep playing bagel run? Bagel run? Bagel run. Bagel run? Bagel run's hard because you're a bagel. We're from Michigan. We need to stop saying that word. I'm just saying you got to, like, watch out for the milk. (laughs) The milk. Which, the problem with me saying this word is I don't remember which one is the less judged one. (laughs) What's the... I think it's bagel. 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 Fuck. Milk. Milk. Wait, wait. What's the other one? Soda. (laughs) It's not how you say soda. It's just that you're saying soda. Um... Whoa. In cheese hunt mode in I Am Bread, when I find the cheese, it's like, what the fuck do you want me to do with it, game? I found the cheese. I can see other places in this level where there are cheese, but when I find that cheese, it's like zero out of five cheeses found. I'm like, what the fuck? So I pull, I grab on, because I'm bread, I grab onto uh, (laughs) that piece of cheese and I drag it to the plate where I started, and I'm like, is this it? Zero out of five cheeses found. I take it to, like, well, it might be, like, a butter dish. I'm like, is there a lid to the... I was like, oh, if I can pop off this lid, I'm probably supposed to put it in the container. I put that fucking cheese in that container. Zero out of five cheeses found. Litmitmedia at gmail.com. Tell me what I'm supposed to fucking do with that cheese to count it as finding the cheese. I am bread. Cheese hunt level one. <laughs> Titled Fortray. That's L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D. IA at gmail.com for Trey. Tell Dan how to, um, which is me. How to hunt cheese. How to hunt cheese. This week in gaming. I didn't expect to get so heated about it. I forgot that the cheese thing happened until I started talking about I am bread. Uh, p- climbing walls is bread. <laughs> oh, Cartier, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, before we get into actual news. We should talk about Google revealing the Stadia. Because it's not. It's, <laughs> that's not really how I feel. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I have put too much thought into how to talk about the Stadia. Right? Too much criteria. Um, but I want to state the facts. And then I want to give you my opinion. And then I want to hilariously go through some possibly seen as cynical highlights. I just think it's... High. Listen, any press conference I watch about anything, if you put a 40-plus-year-old man on stage in front of me to sell me, like, video games, there's always going to be something funny about it. You can't stop it from happening. Bodies have been ready. Phil Spencer just, you know... <laughs> is Phil Spencer. Uh, Fuck the Oscars. Sean Layden just came from a piano recital. I'm not even... I'm like the Sony guy. <laughs> We're all the Sony guy. Last Tuesday, Google gathered everyone around uh, at GDC uh, to introduce what some thought would be a streaming situation. Some people thought would be a console situation, but what Google has over and over referred to as a new platform. So that's how I'm going to refer to it. It's a platform. Um, and afterwards... On Twitter, everyone who was like, I still don't know what the fuck it is, got this response from from the Stadia slash Google Twitter. So I'm going to read it to you because this is clearly the point they're pushing. And that's, hello, no matter who it was, hello. (laughs) 
Hello, Stadia is Google's new cloud-based streaming platform that allows you to play your favorite AAA video games across screens instantly. And what it seems like, it's not a it's not a box that would be seen as a console. It's not a box that would be seen as a streaming box. It is you streaming games on whatever device you have that can run Google Chrome. Essentially, it's a Google Chrome extension in my eyes. And that's not throwing shade. It's just like trying to wrap my head around it. It's like something that your Chrome would recognize you have it, and you can do this. Um, so let's talk about it. Uh, the, the the bare facts, What some of the things we saw... Um, no, let's not get into highlights. There's two to three like different reactions I've seen from people, Cartier. Um, there's... One side, which is that this is big, like, this is huge, that this is going to impact many things. The extreme version of that side is that this is the future of gaming. Uh, the other side of it is, this is, this is bullshit, or that this is impossible, or that maybe, um, maybe Google is full of lies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I sit somewhere in the middle. One of the things that, and I'm not like alone, this isn't like a unusual point of view. One thing that sat weird with me is everyone's response to anyone that was negative. I saw the response to people that were negative in different places in social media was like, this wasn't for you, this was for developers. So... I'm trying to base my point of view accepting that, but my counterpoints, and a lot of people's counter there's a bunch of different counterpoints to this, but they did email games media outlets that said, gather around and look at the reveal of the future of gaming. So even though I'm supposed to not accept this as like a council reveal officially, because it's this is for developers, this is for um, stockholders, this is for, you know, getting the word out there, uh... There's a lot of tech demos, there's a lot of tech talks at GDC that are A, not streamed, B, show off, show off the tech more, you know, uh, examples of it. We did see, and I'm going to get into this later, we did see, I don't want to talk about this too much, I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but we did see guy, a guy switch seamlessly from like five different things, from like what they said was the lowest NPC they could find, um, to a tablet, to a phone, to... Uh, like a smart TV, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that the tech, the tech was showed off. Um, but let's let's take it. Let's take that it wasn't for us, right, Cartier? That we're the consumer. Um, where I sit, it's not neutral. It's just that. Personally, I'll never be interested in streaming games. That's my personal opinion. And there's a few other things that don't sit well with, like, the personal side of me. Someone who, like, wasn't down with digital games at first. Like, had to, like, be weaned into it. Um, but now is someone that appreciates the choice of going physical or digital. And, I, like, I mean, I bought Red Dead 2 digital. What a swerve. I swerved myself on that one. I would never expect it. And I thought I think it was a good idea. Um... If this was not only a reveal for developers, if this was not for the consumer, then honestly, what I think about it, what it means, 
I guess I'll reserve my opinion for when it is sold to me. For when it is like, hey, this is this. This is the price point, something they didn't say during it. You know what I mean? Uh, this is the minimum uh, internet you're going to need. Something that I think Digital Foundry went into a little bit, but seemingly has not been officially said by Google. Um, this It's weird for me to, to totally believe... I just don't know who the fuck it was for. Like, I know I've seen some developers like respond kindly, but if you were doing that just for developers... Uh, it was kind of weird to bring out MatPat. <laughs> like, uh, that was weird. Uh, also, it was weird to have, even though I've seen people say this falls in line with how Google does things, it was weird to have the opening montage that's like, since the beginning of time, Egyptians, games, we've played ga-. That was weird to, like, was that for the developers? <laughs> Were you, like... I think that was for the Yu-Gi-Oh fans. <laughs> in a room for de- full of developers, do you have to sell them on the fact that games are important? That was weird to me. I don't know. I'm, but once again, I'm trying not to be too cynical. Like I said, I don't think this council reveal necessarily can be looked at as a council reveal. Um, but it's true. I mean, I guess I sit on the more negative side against it just because it's like just not super interesting to me. Um, I saw people bring up things like, me and you are, all three of us, we don't sit here and we, we don't talk about tech. Like, we're not those guys. We're, I'm not, and I don't want to pretend to be. This fucking... Yeah, I, I laugh at 4K. We talk about, <laughs> we talk about our experience, how games feel, um, our opinions on things, but like, we're not, I wish we had a PC guy, kind of, because PC guys usually have big opinions about, like, tech, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in a world where, like, the Switch is killing it. And if we took the Switch out of it, the PS4 is beating the Xbox, and the Xbox is the most powerful one. It's weird to go so tech-heavy. It's not weird, it's just like, I don't know, the emphasis is is weird. I saw people bring up, like, data caps, and how, pretty much how much information it takes to, you know, whatever, 4K stream videos now. Yeah. A lot of this shit I don't care about, Cartier. Um, so I guess because of my interest, I'm saying the negative side. But I have some things I want to go through. But any thoughts on any of the million things I just... I'm sorry, Cartier. I don't want to keep rambling. I want to know your opinion on some of those things. So do you think it's going to be like a subscription service? Super interesting. Like you gotta you got to buy the controller, of course. Well, they said you could use other controllers, too. Other Bluetooth controllers. They did that. say that. Um, so you think it's going to be like a subscription service? Because, like... I don't think I'd ever had to buy a subscription service to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So, while... Do I think it's going to be a... Sub- blunt answer. Yes. I don't think they're going to individually price these games. Um, I think that... While we might not be tech super tech savvy, uh, we've watched some press conferences. I've seen... I've watched... A lot of things be sold to me. <laughs> so, breaking down one thing that has to do with that, like, oh, how are they going to price this? One of the cooler things is they're like, you'll be able to watch this Assassin's Creed Odyssey trailer, and then at the end of the trailer, you'll hit play now. And when they hit play now, zero loading screens, which is, that's what they're showing off. Like, yeah. look at this, no loading. And then you're swimming in the ocean. So, Okay. 
let's let's start to break let's start to break this is one of the highlights so I might as well get into it yeah. uh let's get a little cynical fucking fucking no google i that's like one top 3 most disingenuous things about this whole thing and it's like google being disingenuous that was a little bit of shade i'm sorry about that i'm trying to be not that guy when, when was the last time you played a, a ubisoft game cartier long time let me tell you uh, I think I've played four for the PS4. If it's like Ray, Rayman, Steep, uh, Far Cry, and there's one I'm missing, you always have to sign into the Ubisoft store. I don't give a fuck what you were doing. Yeah, there's always a title screen. Right. Not even counting like the title screen and the loading to the title screen or the fact that they didn't buy that game. And that wasn't a demo. It's not like Assassin's Creed demo. It's like play now and then they were playing it. If it's that simple, if that was them purchasing the game, it's I gotta think it's not. I gotta think it's not individually priced games for that exact reason. Yeah. And the only way that that exact situation doesn't come off as dis- disingenuous is in this. I've overthought this. Is this exact thing, Cartier? You already own Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You are already playing it. You're like level eight, swimming in the ocean. You stop playing. It doesn't have to be that day. It could have been any other day. You're like, oh, there's a new Assassin's Creed Odyssey trailer. I love Odyssey. I'm loving it right now. Let me watch this trailer. You watch the trailer. You're like, fuck, Odyssey's so good. Play now? Oh, yeah. Play now. It goes back to where you were just playing. In no way <laughs> do we get no Ubisoft sign-in screen, no main title screen, and what well, your level fucking, like, 13 in the ocean or some bullshit. Like, that was one of the most disingenuous things. It's like, you'll be able to play so fast. It's like... You could have jumped from the trailer to, like, the main menu, and I think it would have came off a little a little better. Um, yeah. I feel like, for, like, the transition, I feel like the Switch is doing it better. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like sure. the Switch is doing it better just because, like, it's a physical thing. It's not <laughs> like, I'm going to wave my controller next to my tablet, and then I'm going to play Assassin's Creed, whatever. Yeah, they get up and go. It's, I will say, um, that's... It seem, it does seem a little, like, tone-deaf when people are like, everyone's so excited about the Switch, how can you not be excited about it? I'm like, I, I don't really... I see... It's easy to compare. I think that the, the comparison should be made, but it's not as close as some of the people who are like, how are you not excited about this when you're excited about this? I'm like, I just don't think it's like... It doesn't line up the same. And there's always going to be some people that are like, turned off by playing things on their phone. I don't think me and you are those people. I think we've dedicated some time to some mobile games. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Ugh, I, I don't... It's hard not to ramble about this, but I don't want to talk about it for too long. Well, it's a lot to unload. It's so much. Uh, I do think that it sounds like they essentially made a console. They teamed with NVIDIA. They teamed up with GeForce. And they made they made one console <laughs> that everyone is just going to share. There's there's in my head there's millions of these consoles in one big Google room that's all white. <laughs> just one. Just one big one. <laughs> just one like giant Alexa. And yes, they did say the thing about the GPU being more than uh, the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X combined. Um, and then the biggest argument against that is. You're talking about the end of the last... Like, this generation, people can't stop talking about how it's almost over. <laughs> like, they can't stop. Even though, yes, the One X is only, like, a year or two old. Same with the Pro. I think it's at least two years old, the Pro. Uh, 
But no, this... I do think that 10 teraflops of GPU, even though I, like, know so little about that, I don't think that it'll be more than the next Xbox and the next PS4 combined, even though it still might outdo it. Yeah. Uh, one thing that fucking the internet has taken <laughs> taken over uh, is that... Obviously, everyone's worried about data caps and latency, and when they're showing the guy switch from thing to thing, I don't know if you've seen this footage, where it's just like, some people are like, look at this fake gameplay, and, uh, I mean, to each his own and what you think, but of all the things I think were disingenuous about this, I think that thinking him playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey was fake gameplay is probably incorrect, and I think, if anything, it's like, shows the latency, it shows, like, the little bit of lag. Because it's, like, he hits A. It's, like, close up on his hands showing, like, the second thing he played on the tablet. It's, like, he hits A, and it's, like, A, A, A. Like, you see his thumb panic. And everyone's, like, see, he's not really playing. I'm, like, I think I see, like, latency, I think is what I see. I think it, like, lost that input. Hard for me to say. Things yeah. I don't really know about. A lot of people are freaking out about uh, going through some of these highlights. The fact that that controller is connected through Wi-Fi um, directly to the actual Google bullshit. <laughs> We're getting technical. To the Google bullshit. <laughs> the Google Beehive. People are like, how is that going to have less fucking hardwire? Like, I, I, I don't care. Uh, I can't pretend to know. I cannot pretend to know or care about the technology behind Google's controller connected via Wi-Fi to the servers. I'm sure if they think that's the best choice, I agree that... I agree that they will probably, if anyone's going to hit the least amount of latency possible, it'll be Google. Even if you have to have, like, Chromecast to feel its full potential or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest things people were saying beforehand is Google putting out a, a console, or at least, you know, putting out something, where's, like, the hidden mic? And I love that Google's like, right here! <laughs> 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 the but- There's a button that's like, hey, I'm stuck here, like, help me. Hey, Google. Is it, hey, Siri? No, Siri's not Google. No. It's, uh, Alexa. That's Amazon. Hey, Google. <laughs> it's like, I'm stuck here. Uh, it's so funny because I see people making YouTube videos specifically to fuck with this system, as well as, like, maybe things being spoiled. It's like, you wanted this video. And it's just like, the th- <laughs> shows you the thumbnail. It's like, no! <laughs> and, end of a game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's definitely a mic on that controller, and they told you all about it. So there's that. Um, people thought it was fake footage. People are worried about data caps. Um, God. The most interesting thing that really gets to me, the one thing I did like, is, even though I think it can be abused, the sharing of save states. It's like, I can set up a specific situation where it's like, I'm playing Evil Within 2. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, let's go to a very specific situation, where Kyle is in Resident Evil 7 right now, VR. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna share the save state where you have three bullets, <laughs> and, uh, are at, like, this boss. Good luck! Uh, <laughs> I feel like they have an Evil Within 2 with us a lot, too. So, it's cool that I can, like, just via link, share that to you, Cartier. First off, I could be like, beat this for me. <laughs> but also I could be like, Oh my god, I finally beat this. 
but like I saved it right before. Cartier, try this and tell me if you can do it. Because it took me five hours, and you're like, I did that in 20 minutes, Dan. That's interesting. Or if you have a community of a thousand people watching, if you're like, uh, I was going to say like a popular streamer, and there's just no one worth saying the name of because I'm going to This is like Ninja. Safe states in Fortnite don't make sense, Cartier. You know what I mean. If you have a big following, you could be like, hey. Well, so, alright, so all this Let is like, share this. all this is through Wi-Fi and everything, so just imagine, like, the moment someone hacks it. No hacks and no cheating, Cartier. Yeah, no, seriously. The actual servers. Yeah. Uh, because the ballsiest thing Google did, the most unnecessary thing is, like, because you don't have the physical thing, no hacks, no cheats. Which, when you're kind of selling something, even though you're selling it on all these different platforms, this, to me, feels like it affects PC more than anything. And boy, do those PC boys and girls love mods. And without those physical files, you won't be modding. I guess some things like Fallout 4 have like the modding worked into them, but like without that thing, like... The one thing I saw brought up is, like, no Thomas the Tank Engine uh, <laughs> popping up as, like, Mr. X in Resident Evil 2 Remake. No no Macho Man Randy Savage as the dragon in Skyrim. Skyrim yeah. might have official mod support for inside the game at this point. Do you think Skyrim is going to be on this? Without Do you it. think they're going to release a Skyrim a version a of doubt. Skyrim on this? Without a doubt. I feel like there's a version of Skyrim that's already been released that will, like, it's like... Uh, yes, I, I do think so. I, I think without a doubt. Um, they're going to test it with Doom Eternal. They brought the guy out, and I like... I forget his name. They brought him out to talk about it. It's like, nothing's better at testing the quote-unquote, Google called it, unrelenting 4K 60 frames per second, which I will say that raised a lot of people's eyebrows because they're like, we're not there. Also, right afterwards, they're like, and in the future, they showed a box that said the future. I don't know if you saw this. It's like, 8K, 60... I was like, oh, man. Whoa. Especially when you've labeled it the future. It's just like... I'm trying to coin it. Uh, so ridiculous. But no, it's weird that they didn't show the Doom Eternal stuff on stage. And then they put out a video afterwards, and uh, maybe I shouldn't be cynical about that. It's like, I mean, you wanted to see it, and then they gave it to you. It's like... It is weird to me that until, like, is there going to be a way to test where it's like, Google, is Stadia going to be worth it for me? I guess if it's like something that's like $10 a month, and then they're like, hey, first month for free, see if you Stadia can even work with, like, your your broadband connection, your internet, because so many places, um, this apartment is wired for the fiber, but... Some people saw this as a way to push fiber because people with the the fiber, the Google Fiber, will be able to easily um, do a lot of the things that this is saying. Yeah. And the 4K 60 frames per second is, I think, something only promised for people with like Chromecast specifically, even. So it's like some of these promises are like more in line than a lot of people are exaggerating. And you might think I am from some of the ways I've been speaking, but it's like I'm very back and forth on it. Uh, and like I know for a fact that. A lot of the tech stuff is straight up over my head. I don't got a fucking problem saying it. Yeah. Like, but I know one thing's for sure, Cartier. I love me some buzzwords and buzzards, buzzwords, the new game show. 
on LitMit Media, YouTube, buzzwords. I love VR. I'm someone that's like pro VR. Uh, it's like something I like. I will talk positively to other people if they're on the fence, like you should try it. And then like VR is something, something to experience. VR is something I am positive about, but VR being the future of gaming always sat weird with me because like kind of get the fuck out of here. Like the words, the future of gaming are, I don't want to say annoying. It's not the right words. It's just like, it just feels so false. Like it just, Google Stadia is part of everyone's collective future of gaming. But to say one thing like this is the future of gaming, I think I think that's why you get such heated reactions from both sides. Is like it's the future of gaming. It's like and then the pushback of that, like, my god, I'm so invested in consoles. Which I think that's part partially me. Like I am so invested in consoles. But also like the future of gaming. The words of the future of gaming, Cartier, do not sit well with me. It's just a weird... It just seems deceptive. It just seems like... Obviously, you're pushing... You're pushing your product. You're pushing your agenda. But uh, something about the future of gaming also comes off as a little disingenuous to me. I do believe that they believe it, though. And I do believe that it's big. Of the first opinion I said, I do can't agree with, like... I don't think this should be, like, scoffed at. If anyone can do this, it's Google, right? If anyone can, like, stream things seamlessly, you don't believe me here? I, I got a Reggie fils quote coming. I do think that if anyone can do it, it's Google. With potentially Xbox, the way they talk about Azure and shit like that. Cloud-based. It's interesting to go back to Reggie fils when he was asked a question. I wish I had this exact quote, but, like, he's asked about streaming games. And, like, the ability. Something that Nintendo has tried in Japan. Streaming. But to the Switch. You know what I mean? Not necessarily, like, the premium hardware they would want to be streaming to if they were, like, going full bore on it. Yeah. And it, like, worked pretty well with Resident Evil 7. There were some problems, for sure. And I think they also did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, they did Assassin's I, Was it Odyssey or was it 3? I don't remember. Or it might have been Origins. Who knows? But Reggie said... Something like that would only work in Japan. I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying that's interesting when you look at where Google's launching it. And of those, I say four places, but it's like, it's very broad. It's like US, UK, Europe, separate things. Uh, And then uh, Canada, right? I think is the fourth one. Japan is not one of those places. Uh, So it's interesting Two very, clearly they have very different opinions about where it can and cannot work. Um, but it's just interesting, all these people coming out with like what their internet is, if they think they can do it. Uh, it's just something to follow. I think that this is like future news. Like when people talk about 5G and I like stop paying attention, I think that this that's part of this conversation. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to talk down to it by saying I just, like stop paying attention. I'm just like... I can only care about so much, and I'm over here being a piece of bread trying to figure out where to put the cheese. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, I'm just going to wait until um, the Apple version comes out. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, re- it's real. Apple's working on something. It almost seems like Apple is doing something that 
you can't say right now Google is doing, and that's... Uh, it seems like Apple de- is working on developing games. Of all the things people said, it's like, yeah, I mean, they're not going to talk about their games, so this is for developers. I don't know if I've ever seen someone announce a, a development company. They're like, and this is the person they brought her out on stage. It's like, and this is the uh, president of whatever the name. Oh man, I, I, really, I wasn't prepared to talk about this part. Uh, whatever the um, development team is like, this is who's going to be making games. Stadia Games. Who's, I don't remember what it is. But uh, not only did she, did she and they not say what they were going to be working on or like give you a game, which like I said, that's why I'm like holding back, like truly like judging this yet because. When it's sold to me, I gotta believe it'll be sold to me with games. Uh, but to not even say what kind of games you want to be making, to not even hint at it at all, just to be like, I'm excited to be here, here's Matt Pat. Uh, Matt Pat was good, by the way. I'm not talking shit. Um, <laughs> it's like he came out and reiterated it, everything they had said, in like, uh, with less breaths, but also, like, clearer. I don't know. It was a lot of reiteration. Um. Yeah, I think it was just it's time to withhold judgment. Um. Yes, the funniest part though, Cartier, is when the CEO of Google comes out in the beginning. He's like, you know, I'm not really a gamer. There's like, you got a lot of balls, CEO of Google, to start this, to start this with. Uh, I'm not a gamer. Yeah. I don't think, th- I don't think they should have streamed it. I think that's where I sit on it. I think that that shouldn't have been the reveal for me. I think that if information comes out from people, and it's just like, it's going to be this, this, and this. It's like, yeah, you're not getting it directly from Google, but you're going to get information directly from Google. I just don't think it should have been streamed. A lot of things at GDC aren't streamed, but... I mean, they're probably the ones streaming it. You know, it's a streaming service. There were some problems with the stream, too. That's another thing. I don't think it's worth making fun of the CEO of Google, who's like, oh, I'm not a gamer. Because uh, he said he played FIFA. Whatever, man. Play what you want to play. Oh. Uh, so, so he said he's not a gamer twice. Actual news. Uh, it's time for actual news, says Cartier. There was nothing more for me to say. <laughs> said nothing about games. That was the last point. I already said it. Uh, we do have some... What I would call actual news. I feel like I threw too much shade at Stadia just by not having them in actual news. But there was such a big statement. There was so much to unpack there, like you said. Now we can get into some of these quicker things. Not into the quick and dirty news yet, though. I was going to say this last week. Two weeks ago I mentioned that Judgment, something I'm looking forward to from Sega, uh, from from the Yakuza team, uh, that Judgment finally got a release date for the West. Um... A week after that, half of this story hit, and then very recently, Sega said how they were truly going to respond. So I'm glad I waited a week. I forgot, honestly, last week to talk about it. So I'm glad we can finally do this. Sega is currently quickly making changes (laughs) to to the Western release of Judgment. Uh, After 51-year-old musician and actor, I think you pronounced Pierre Taki, was arrested for suspicion of use of cocaine... And while none was found in his possession, his drug test was positive. Um, which in Japan is like very serious. Uh, 
and it seems like he may do several years of jail time, uh, and it's likely his career is probably over. Uh, before I go any further, let me just read Sega's statement. Due to unforeseen circumstances, the character model and Japanese voice for the character of Kyohei Homura will be adjusted for the Western release of Judgment, launching on June 25th, 2019. Did you think I wasn't going to fit the release date in here? Cartoon? June 25th, 2019. Uh, which, by the way, is the first thing they announced the release date. They're like, we have to make changes. Release date's not changing. I'm like, you got this, Sega. Let's do this. Let's fucking do this. Uh, screenshots and trailers featuring more have been temporarily removed from all Sega's official statements. Updated versions of these materials will be made available at a later date. So it's not just the voice acting. Like It's one of those ones where it's like, we based the look of this guy off of this guy, and now we have to change it in some way. Uh, it's interesting. Um, it's funny that if the, if they hadn't offered... Oh, they still had to change the character model. If they hadn't offered the Japanese language option for the Western release, then um, this would have mattered slightly less, but like I said, whatever. Um, the funniest part about this, maybe, if anything's funny, <laughs> uh, the funniest part about this is that this is not the only game scrambling to change things. Kingdom Hearts 3 also is putting in a patch to patch, because he's a voice actor in that, but it's not just that he's a voice actor in that. It's because... Of all the Disney movies in Kingdom Hearts 3, he played a big part of one of those big movies in the Japanese version, and he then played that role in Kingdom Hearts 3, and that would be the snowman from Frozen. Uh, <laughs> Frozen's being pulled also! Japan is reacting really hard to this. Uh, I don't want to like have a conversation about things they don't react as hard to, but they're very serious about drugs. Uh, was they should be very serious about drugs. This is kind of an extreme reaction, but it's not an unexpected reaction. Um, but, but yeah, the good news about this, yeah, maybe it's, people might think this is juicy because cocaine. Uh, which is one hell of a drug. This Rick James said that, Cartier. Um, I've thrown myself off with Rick James. That's not written down here. We have to bring up Rick James. It's just interesting to see, like them pulling shipments and sales, and then have it not affect the release date. Uh, and some people might be like, "What the fuck is Judgment, Dan?" And I say, "Come on now, I'm just really excited. I'm excited to play Judgment. I'm excited to be a detective." I told you I'm a Yakuza guy now, Cartier. Mm-hmm. Not yet, because Kingdom Hearts Three isn't finished. But so, do you think? Uh... Do you think that there's going to be any hypercritical opinions of them changing a character in a game because of this that will affect the score? Do you think Biomutant is going to get review bombed? (laughs) I hope not. I hope people just separate the PR department of THQ Nordic and Biomutant. That's my answer to my own question. But, uh... No, I don't think so. I really think that, like, this is, uh, in Japanese culture, a bigger deal than it's going to be to us. You know? But do you think that that messes with... Do you think that people are going to view that as, like, messing with the art form that is video games with real-world stuff that doesn't really apply to it as much? You know? Uh, I could see that, Isn't it a form of censorship? 
No, I could definitely see that. Um, especially when, if anything, like, th- if this had happened in America, it would have been like a PR stunt. They're like, he plays a criminal in this new game, and he got caught with cocaine. Uh, my favorite part of the story is 51-year-old. I just love that. He's just he, like, he likes the party. He's just like, he's a musician. Take that, all musicians. Fuck having talent and shit. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, if this affects reviews, it'll be interesting. Um, I wonder what Judge Eyes is at in Japan right now. I wonder if it's been affected at all. Yeah. Judge me coming out. Be a detective. Uh, Cuphead is coming to Switch. Yeah. This is big. I think this is, of all the things where I'm like, Google reveals the stadium. Even though the reactions, there were many reactions. We were talking earlier about how like good or bad engagements are good, right? Stop bringing up the stadia. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and also the GDC award. I was trying to bring it back to the beginning when we talked about all the things that happened this week, Cartier. Um, damn, I do keep going back to it. That I thing. I don't want to talk about it. It's it's big. <laughs> uh, well, it's just interesting, the difference reaction. No, like, I know. Essentially, Cuphead on Switch isn't as big a deal, Cartier, to gaming in general. Yeah. With that being said, it was received way more positively yep. overall, and it's hard, it's like, to gaming in general, but, uh, no. Let me tell you the biggest thing for Cuphead and why I'm most excited, as someone who just... I was happy when I heard that MDHR was like, I don't think they got picked up by Xbox, but when it was like Xbox exclusive, I'm like, cool, get that money, MDHR. It was that reason that they got to like spend so much time polishing it afterwards, and it took a little longer. Yeah. Sick. Cuphead already sold really well, only being on the Microsoft Store on PC and, um, and Xbox, and now it's being put on to... The platform that it should be on the most is what I want to say, but what I'll say is the platform that is moving games best right now. Without a doubt, some people own both both of these things, right? And will buy it again on the Switch. Yeah. So many people that only have a Switch about to experience Cuphead for the first time in what, like... I watch the Digital Foundry stuff for this. It doesn't look like it's, it doesn't look like it's gonna be much different. I don't think you're gonna lose much from it. It's gonna, it's it's gonna run equally as well. I think honestly, which is like, which is big. Uh, I'm excited for MDHR that it's like something that was already way better. It's huge. Like not that many people made this game. The music of this game is made by one fucking jazz musician. Like. And the music is fucking amazing. Don't mess with King Dice. Don't mess with me. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to see Cuphead. Just like more. First off, we get to keep talking about Cuphead. Yeah. Second off, this came out before the DLC came out. Um, and second off, this is like part of the conversation with like one of the first things. Even though there's a few things where you already access Xbox Live, but there's a big update coming to all versions of Cuphead. As well as the Switch version to uh, incorporate Xbox Live uh, post-launch. So it's like the thing we talked about hypothetically, like... Getting achievements. Getting achievements on the Switch playing Cuphead. Uh, 
dreams become a reality. I feel like not just us, but a lot of other people talked about the Xbox stuff coming. It's like, like it was kind of too crazy to like fully dig into and believe. And it's just well, like uh, there wasn't really much said about it. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't say like this is what's going to be happening. They're like, hey, we want this to happen. Yeah, yeah. And we're working for it to happen. And now it's like, and it's kind of seemed like they pumped the brakes on like they're like it's coming to iOS and um, can't think of the other thing right now. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Android. And Android, thank you so much. <laughs> you ever just shit in your brain? Uh, and then they didn't really mention the Switch. But, yeah, man, I'm excited. It, we got this news during the Nindy Direct, and it opened up with it. And yeah, how'd you, you, how'd you that? like that oh, opening video? I, I believe my words to Olivia were, fucking, that's so perfect. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's like the perfect way to debut Cuphead. Especially because it's like, as obvious as it might be if you already heard about it. Like, I, I heard the Cuphead thing and then watched the Nindy Direct. My but bad. like, no, it's okay. <laughs> it would have been hard to dodge the articles. People were excited about it. Um, I think it's so well done. I think it didn't reveal that it was. Nintendo's got like a certain kind of tongue in cheek that I really enjoy sometimes with how they put it out there. I was surprised to see people, some people, I think it's a minority, but I'm, things I read on Twitter, everyone's got an opinion. They didn't like the direct in general. It's easy to forget that a lot of people don't want to see a slew of indie games, but I love walking up to a buffet and being like, ooh, that chicken looks old, but I'm going to try it. Uh, <laughs> Cuphead starting off the direct was was great, and I see nothing but positive things coming from this, for sure. One thing I theorized uh, earlier to a man at my job was there's something that came at the end of the Nindy direct that's all, I'll talk about it. It's it Roger. Like, 13 months ago to Roger and D'Angelo, I'm like, oh man, with Sony kind of backing off of it, it's sweet to see Nintendo embracing the indies. And the reaction I got from those two was, I mean, that's a little bit much, Dan, embracing the indies. Like, they don't have games, Dan. That's why this and this. Um, they both own Switches. <laughs> but it's just like, this is not embracing the indies. So when this Nindie Direct ends with the people that made... Crypt of the Necromancer, a game I admittedly haven't played, uh, being allowed to make, it's like, I think it's called Cadence of Hyrule, or something like that, doesn't matter, pretty much either DLC for Crypt of the Necromancer, or direct sequel to Crypt of the Necromancer, where you can play as Link, as Zelda, letting them have one of the most cherished, like, IPs they own, that indie studio, and it's like... Yeah, Crypt of the Necromancer, when I looked into it, it's like, it did well, but... And I don't know all indie games, but I do want to drive home that, yes, I had not heard of this game. But it's like, they clearly saw something in the studio and was like, yeah. That's embracing the indies. Get, letting them have Link. Like, yeah, Link's in this game. This is legitimate. This is... come up. That's embracing the fucking indies. And it makes me obviously get excited for possible things. I'm not saying they're going to be like, NDHR, we want you to draw Mario and Luigi in this style. and Or like Toad or something like that. Well, it'd be sick if they just gave him Toad. <laughs> it's like, hey, third playable character. It's like, now it's going to be Toad and Mugman. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But things like that are what I'm thinking of after seeing the end of that Nindy Direct. Where it's like, hey, yeah, Link and Zelda, you can have them. Especially in a world where, like, man... My care for Zelda is about 75%. <laughs> but I remember reading in multiple different, for multiple different reasons, people being like, I just want to play as Zelda. 
You know what I mean? It'd be cool if in this DLC we end up playing as Zelda. I don't know if that happened for Breath of the Wild or not. I think it had to do with Zelda's story a little bit, but it's like, in Breath of the Wild you never got to play as Zelda. Is no. this true? So, I think that, that scratches an itch that might not be like super vocal, but it's like, some people are happy just about that. Uh, it's a good sign. The fact that, that something like a Nindy Direct man... You know I still don't love that word, the Nindy. It's like, Nindies. It's, uh, it's funny that Kyle's not here, so he can't say the Nindies. 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 He would say it I know. terribly Britishly. Uh, <laughs> some things... So, I, I suggest that you go, even though we just talked about Cuphead pretty extensively. First off, we didn't even talk about the fact that Cuphead's such a great game, uh, and is hard, and is maybe my favorite... <sighs> I think this. My favorite co-op game of this generation, without a doubt, yeah. As someone who doesn't have an Xbox, so had to play it on PC. Uh, but, like, playing with Olivia, playing with D'Angelo. Uh, yeah, I love me a good couch co-op game. I think I haven't enjoyed one this generation more than Cuphead. It's a great game. It's so well done, so well thought out. So It looks so good. It sounds so good. It's worth a shot uh so you know you should still go and see how cuphead was, was revealed and i don't really want to talk about crypt of the necromancer anymore with link and zelda but look into that for sure uh when i see people cover this like Eurogamer or i smack my lips like uh <laughs> Eurogamer or whoever pretty much it's like cuphead coming to switch Rad, which is from Double Fine, which is interesting. I'm not really going to talk about. Uh, and then Crypt of the Necromancer, with a subtle mention that someone else is also like Stranger Things 3, the season 3 thing coming. Yeah. Which we already knew about, right? We'd already seen. Um, there is one game that me and Olivia both were pretty interested in that I also want to mention that I don't see a lot of people. Because they're like, there's really, there's like a dozen more games that were in that thing. And it's Red Lantern, which is a game about... It's it's a game about the Iditarod, it seems like. Uh, very interesting, Cartier. It's like first person, you're on the sled. It was cool that we saw a different... Ooh. It, it was cool that we saw a different, like... There's points where you have six dogs, there's points where you have five dogs, and it's like, even though you don't know what happened, you know for sure that uh, in this trailer, you get attacked by a bear, and, like, you have your... Oh, you also have to, like, hunt... You have to, like, survive yeah. during this Iditarod. But there's a really sad moment in this trailer when, like, a bear is attacking. And, like, you're struggling to get your gun out. And, like, your dog jumps in front of it and you just watch that dog die. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, whoa. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go too much into it. But if you're going to look into some of the things from the Nindies, Red Lantern is one of them is one I wouldn't skip because it definitely caught my attention and then, like, didn't seem... didn't seem to, like, really catch headlines. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Bam. Cartier, no closure today. Just a little bit of news left. I know we're running long. Long for us, I'll say. Yeah. For sure. Uh, before we get into the quick and dirty news to finish this boy off, the last thing is... uh. I watched the GDC Awards this year, IGF and GDC Awards, and here are my simple highlights, Cartier. Before I move on, actually, thoughts on 
Cuphead coming to Switch. I'm sorry, I didn't ask you about that at pretty much um, all. I'm probably going to buy it, but I don't want to drag it on too long because it's pretty late right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cuphead, not an expensive game. Probably none of those things in the Nindy Direct were expensive. Yeah. Things to note from the awards show. IGF Awards hosted by Meg Jayanth. Jayanth. And GDC Awards hosted by Tim Schafer, Double Fine, Psychonauts, Grim Fandango, Assorted. Both did a bang-up job. That's what I wrote there. Game of the Year went to God of War once again. Um, Beat Saber was VR Game of the Year as well as uh, Developer's Choice. Like, kind of one that was so big when those... those um, I'm sorry, it's Czech Republic, not Czechoslovakian, right? Yeah. From the Czech Republic, and like they were surprised when they won VR Game of the Year a little bit. But they were for sure surprised when they won, like, Game of... Not Game of the Year, but, like, Developer's Choice Game of the Year, essentially. Like, audience favorite, and all of them are developers. Yeah. When Beat Saber walked back up on stage, uh, that was a really good moment. Um, but really, I think I just wanted to cover these awards real quickly so I could mention that Obra Dinn, <laughs> in the Indie Game Awards, it beat out the top indie games in IGF's Best Narrative category... And was also nominated one hour later, just for, just for best narrative among the best games of the year. So it's like among the Spider Mans, the Red Deads, the God of Wars, uh, it was nominated. And also, I mean, you know, it won. It won. It beat Red Dead Two. It beat God of War. It beat Spider Man. One man, Lucas Pope, made a game called Return of the Oberdin. And when I saw it first nominated early in the night for IGF Awards, I'm like, because it was nominated for many things. I think it won three awards all night. I think it was like visual earlier in the indie games. When it was up for best narrative for the indie games, I'm like, you know what? I didn't even think about this. I hope this wins because I've never been told a story like this in this in this way. Not fucking once. Obviously, I haven't played a game like Oberdin before. I don't think many people have because I don't know how many games are like this. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, oh man. And then it won the indie one. I'm like, good. Because honestly, yeah, you deserve that. What is this game? like? And then when it beat fucking Red Dead 2, I wish we'd had, like, I love Red Dead 2, but I wish we could have got, like, a camera shot of, like, the Hauser brothers losing to Return of the Oberdin. Because there was, like, almost a near indie sweep. Like, someone mentioned it when they went up there. Like, when Celeste wins best music, when, like, Florence wins best... It's just a lot of things over and over. Yeah. Really great. You ready for the quick and dirty news to finish us off? No closure this week, Cartier. <laughs> um, here we go. Sony is going to have a direct-style presentation. If you're watching this on Monday, it's happening today. Is this going to happen regularly? Is this a one-of-a-kind thing? Are we going to get game announcements? Are we going to get Dreams release dates? No. Are we going to... What are we going to get, Cartier? I don't know. So quick, so dirty. Sony's doing it. Super Mario Party finally gets an update after five months. You hear about this? No. Uh, I feel like um, Johnny Carson, not because I think I'm funny, but because Johnny Carson's like, you hear about this? You see this? Uh, (laughs) After five months, the game that they said they would keep alive, Super Mario Party, finally gets an update, and in that update is only one thing, and do you know what it was? No. It was not new characters, it was not new maps, it was not new modes... But they fixed an issue with online marathon in which ranking data was not displaying property. Properly. 
not it's not displaying pro properly. Persona Five: The Royal has officially been teased, uh, which seems like Persona Five: The Royal. If I didn't say that clearly, which I think is a good troll on Battle Royales, so people could like for half a second be like Persona Battle Royale. No, Ultimate Edition Persona Five is being shown. Uh, classic Persona. It seems like they teased it with like here's the female version of the Joker, um, which is you know they did that with like three onward I believe at least, and finally Cartier. Before you tell me to make it a great day or not, the final piece of quick and dirty news, maybe the least exciting, Sonic Team says... <clears throat> they're currently developing a game. I'd like to thank you... <laughs> <laughs> For listening to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. Uh, I'm sorry we ran so short on time, Cartier. You know whose fault it is, right? Trey. The whole archive for the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast can be found on the Stadia. Can be found on litmitmedia.fireside.fm. That's L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A.fireside.fm. Don't put Stadia in the title of this, Cartier. Um... If you could... <laughs> it's it's going to be Stadia and other news? Oh, no. But Mugman. Um, you can, it's available, this podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Feel free to go to iTunes, rank us five stars. Maybe other people can listen to how we feel about some of the things we talked about. And then, you know, like flame us about it. Uh, if you'd like to send us any positive messages or fan art of Kyle doing laundry you can always send that to like I said litmitmedia at gmail.com that's l-i-t-m-i-t-m-e-d-i-a gmail.com twitch.tv backslash litmitmedia at litmitmedia on twitter is it uh, facebook.com backslash yeah. the exact same shit you find us Go to our YouTube channel, give us a subscription so we can give you a link for that. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, one day it'll be YouTube.com backslash, you know, litmit Media. But until then, it's YouTube.com, search bar, <laughs> Litmitten, Great Lakes Gaming, uh, Super Forgotten. Uh, what else is, like, something that they would easily find us? Peek in the past, Pokemon. Those people, who else has used those words together? You know what I mean? Uh, GDC jokes. GDC. If honestly, if you type in GDC supercut, no one else is doing a supercut of GDC. If you want to see just the jokes from Tim Schafer, that's a thing on our channel right now. Uh, feel like I talked a lot in the latter half of this Cartier. So with that being said, not only do I want to let you close out this podcast in whatever way you see fit, I would like to say thank you for joining. Yeah. Me. Uh, I'm Dan Allen. Your closer. Nicholas Cartier. Do you think that uh, Star Fox is going to show up in the <laughs> Starlink Battle of Atlas for the Microsoft version? No. No way. I think Nintendo locked that. If it didn't show up in PS4... Oh, because they're such friends? Yeah, because they're buddy Come buddy. on. Oh, man. Now you got me second guess. I was like... I was hard no, Cartier. No.
Good night. We went to the same middle school. <laughs> Maggots.